Hackney Empire podcast with Chris Skinner. This is uh, Chris Skinner here in one of the rehearsal rooms at the Hackney Empire. Um, I'm with Bob Thompson, Tony Olivier BAFTA nominated director, who is the director of Carnaby Street. Welcome to the Hackney Empire, Bob. Thanks, Chris. It's good to be here. Now, uh, Carnaby Street, the musical, uh, starts its run at the Hackney Empire on the 6th of April. It runs till the uh, 14th. What is it about Carnaby Street more than almost any other street in Britain that makes it such a part of British pop culture? I suppose it's the hub of all the things that were happening in the middle 60s. There's an extraordinary uh, explosion of fashion, uh, the British look, the British sound, and even the Liverpool sound uh, came down and all um, hinged around Carnaby Street the great shopping mecca, Bieber, Mary Quant, Ben Sherman, uh, uh, Lord Kitchener's Valet, to name but a few, certain brand names which went worldwide. And all the pop groups and celebrities, and the supermodels, all began to dress and hang around the pubs, the clubs, the coffee bars, and just next to Carnaby Street were the great music mecca clubs of the age, like uh, the Marquee Club uh, in London. So it was just the great happening place. And it's ironic and very fitting that, uh, and all your listeners are going to have this really big time, that this year is the 50th anniversary of the original Beatles, Rolling Stones uh, albums of all times. There will be a lot of footage and, and discussion about that. And so we're revisiting that time. Of course, the Rolling Stones had, had a release out late last year, and where did they choose to promote the album? They actually hired a shop on Carnaby Street. Liam Gallagher of Oasis has a shop on Carnaby Street, so it's commercialised, but there is still something there that has lasted those 50 years, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, my mates in the tourist industry tell me that Carnaby Street, even today, is like number four tourist... You know, mm. you know Tower of London, Madame Tussauds, yeah. Parliament Square, and then Carnaby Street... Um, our production has a pop-up shop in Carnaby Street where you'll be able to buy you know, souvenirs and the albums and stuff. But, uh, but the great excitement about not only are we doing a theatre production, but we're also about to release with Universal Records the big two-CD uh, uh, celebration of all the great hits of 1964 to 1967. Now, I'm, I'm going to come on to some of the music specifically. Yeah. Tell, me, tell me first about Jude. Uh, Jude is a, obviously, listen, all these characters, if anybody's listening there, nobody, nobody is real in the show. They're all wonderfully <laughs> fictitious characters. But I'll be very surprised if when all those characters are on stage, people don't go, that reminds me of, isn't, that, isn't she a bit like, yeah. you know. And so we're just this side of lawsuits, I think. But Jude actually is a Liverpool-based young writer, song, uh, uh, songwriter, singer, who hitchhikes down the M1 and, of course, naturally goes to Carnaby Street to try and get a foot on the ladder, a job, a bed for the night. And he just, he just is parachuted in this, in this whirlwind of energy. Because by that time, 1964, the front of Time magazine established and celebrated Carnaby Street as, as the hub of swing in London. And the whole world came. Yeah, you know, it was 24-7 partying. 
1964, before the Beatles, before Jerry and the Pacemakers, before Scylla, people from Liverpool didn't become pop stars, did they? they it, was, it was a, a London southeast dominated industry. What, what about these stars from Liverpool? made them such you know was there something about Liverpool was there something unique about the people we've mentioned that I guess Jude is inspired from uh, well there was a great happening music scene in, in, in Liverpool and better commentators of me have tried to distill and put their finger on quite why that was happening like Manchester for punk rock what is it about various cities that create this great stuff and it's a bit like rivalry I mean I'm, I'm from Liverpool Although all my kids were born at Whips Cross Hospital, you know, <laughs> and I used to live just a, a mile or two away from the Hackney Empire. But the thing about Liverpool was, uh, yeah, there was a great rivalry. There were a lot of clubs. And because, you know, you know, culturally, there's Irish, there's Scots, there's American, all the, all the liners. You know, Tommy Steele um, did his first singing in Liverpool. It was a great club happening scene. And what happened in, in London in 1964, you're absolutely right, Chris, that there was already a, a good southeast London sound. But they took in uh, the animals from, uh, from Newcastle and what have you, uh, some Manchester groups, and, but particularly they took to their hearts a great, a great um, swathe of Liverpool groups and, and, and individuals who all came down and just made the cocktail even richer. Yeah. So, so they, were just, they were just very welcoming. Uh, tell me about the music we're going to hear. The, the, the flyer itself, as, as we look, you know, mentions some massive anthems. Uh, and, and we're going to hear all of these in Carnaby Street, aren't we? You, you are indeed. The, 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 the guy behind the, the originator idea uh, of, of this, Carl Layton Pope, who's, who's our producer, um, he, he's a rock and roll impresario. He's the manager of Michael Bublé, Brian Adams... Uh, his sons uh, uh, manage Girls Aloud. So he's a great promoter. Yeah. And he's known all these groups and supergroups all of his working life. And so he knows where all the bodies are buried, if you like. <laughs> so we have got access for the first ever time some of these major, as you've called them, anthems, rock anthems, that have never been heard live on the stage before. Yeah. So if anybody... My kids, who are all in their 20s to 16, I've got four of them, they all know these numbers because the retro sound, you know, they're on their playlist when they're showering, yeah. you know. They know all these sounds. So if anybody, uh, young, old, middle-aged, wants to come and get this great slab of 60s sounds and think, oh, I hope they play my favourite, the chances are your favourite will be there. And, and, and for someone who is a fan of the era, what, you know, to hear the Stones alongside the Kinks, alongside, you know, I mean, we, we, could, we could go on for hours sure. about who, who, who is uh, in the lineup. That That is, uh, take away the story, what a wonderful experience that is to see that, that all live. Yeah, and, and it's nice to, that not only will you, will you get almost 40 classics, you'll get a great original story, which hopefully will involve and amuse yeah. and, 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 and move people. But also, because unless we do this, we're not doing justice to the Carnaby Street uh, experience, you'll have a ravishing array of fashion and style. And uh, I'd love to think some people in the audience will come, <laughs> will get their mothballed <laughs> 60s stuff out anyway. And also, when I look in the shops, I mean, the retro, yeah, the yeah. retro image, you know, hey, it's all there anyway. But um, yeah, you'll get a great 60s experience. Yeah, I guess uh, getting a set together that looks like Carnaby Street must have been fun as well. That's been the trickiest because not only is it kind of, we, we've got to create a sort of 
manifestation of Carnaby Street on stage and get away with it. We've also got to create recording studios, the Marquee Club, uh, Radio Caroline. We've got to create Shea Stadium, New York, uh, Shakespeare's uh, Head Pub. You know, there's, there's about 20, uh, 20 locations that we're going to have to move very, very quickly yeah, yeah. to, you know. And uh, you mentioned that you, you, you're from the Hackney area. You spent time in the Hackney area, rather. Yeah. Um, yeah. It must be quite exciting to be here at the Hackney Empire putting this on. Oh, it's great. And, and the staff here are very excited. They're, again, equally welcoming. Uh, the local audience is famous. You know, I come to see every panto uh, uh, and uh, with my family, so, so I'm, a, I'm a great fan. It's a great, isn't it, it's a great auditorium to think that, what is it, Frank Matcham designed this hundreds of years ago. He got it right and when we when you put a bit of today's you know music theater in a wonderful jewel of an auditorium you have a great experience well bob thanks for your time um if you want to go and uh, see and hear this amazing production go to hackneyempire.co.uk slash carnaby streets or call the box office on 0208 985 2424 i know there's group deals uh, premium and preview tickets but bob thanks for your time my pleasure thanks chris